Good morning and welcome to Emmett Audio. So perhaps the scenario sounds familiar. You get to a certain point with your spoon carving and you decide that the time is right to build a website. And really, the reason you want to build a website is to have a web store. Because you think that the web store is going to be the secret to your success of actually selling spoons. Maybe up to this point you've sold a little bit at farmers markets with varying success. Maybe you've sold a few online to a couple friends and a couple strangers. But you think, if I have a web store, then I'll be able to release my work in batches on a web store and people will come and they'll buy them all. So you do that. And let's say your first batch goes pretty well. You put a lot of stuff up. People are excited to support you. And you manage to sell most of what's there. At this point, you now have, let's say, 25% left. There's a couple of ways this goes down. Either you put that 25% on sale, thus encouraging people to now wait until things are on sale before they buy anything, or you eat that 25% loss and what that actually means for your profit margins if you look at the amount of time you spent versus the money you gained. Or you slip that 25% that nobody wanted into the next sale. Now these subsequent sales might go one of two ways. Either you've used up the goodwill that you've generated and nobody else is interested, in which case you've now spent hundreds of dollars to build a website to build essentially a marketing and selling platform that isn't serving you, or let's say the, the sales continue to go well. Maybe they don't go so well that you come out of it with people clamoring for more, but you manage to sell enough that you convince yourself that it's working. Here's my argument. This camp, the camp of having sales, not, not by not meaning putting things on sale, but putting batches of work up on your website for sale gives you a distorted feedback on what you should actually be doing. Now, I understand why people do it, because um, it feels like you can generate buzz, it feels like you can create a moment when people will focus on you or not. It feels like it's a more efficient use of your time to upload a whole bunch of things to your website. Here's the problem. Whether a particular sale on your website works out or not. 
it's going to be distorted in one or both of two ways. The first way is that whether or not a sale works out is largely hit or miss and often has to do with larger timings of things that you don't even understand because you're looking at your own timing and maybe you're thinking, oh, you know, ooh, I should do it right before Christmas because then people are looking for presents, right? So like maybe you understand a little bit of the scene, but there is no deep understanding of the spoon carving scene and how that relates to individual buying habits of people who are buying spoons. You probably don't even understand the demographics of your own customer base because you don't have enough data. And as far as I can tell, almost nobody has collected enough data for us to actually understand it. So when you put up a sale on your website, it may or may not work for reasons largely outside of your control. And you won't know what those reasons are. But you'll ascribe what you should do next to whether it worked or not without recognizing the fact that interest ebbs and flows and not just in sort of a general interest in what you're doing, but also in that the people who are interested in your work, they come and go and they arrive on their own time. You, you're not necessarily going to have that person who wants five of your things show up at exactly the right moment and capture their attention at just the right moment to then take part in the sale. That's not how it works. The second reason Feeding Frenzy gives you skewed data is because, precisely because you're trying to drum up business through a model of scarcity, through a model of pitting everybody against each other to get a few of something, mm, either because of the convenience of putting up on your website or because you want to only make a few or because you want to keep your prices high by only making a few and therefore creating an idea of scarcity. The problem is with that is that you're you're actually giving yourself an inflated sense of how much people want your stuff. You're not getting a clean read on it because you're deliberately generating scarcity. When whole markets do this, it's called price fixing. And I'm not saying that you're cheating your customers in the same way that uh, industries that try to create a, a cabal of a monopoly and, and price fix are cheating their customers. But I do think that you are not getting a clean read on what the demand actually is for your work, whether your price should go up or down, and what you should make next. Now, in my own business, it's pretty well known that what I have settled on is simply taking orders. And as those order orders come in and increase, I slowly increase the amount that I am asking myself to do each day. Now, at this point, I've mostly maxed out. So we'll see. But then again, I've said that I've mostly maxed out for a bunch of years. Um, it used to be that I could only carve for two, three hours a day before I was too tired. Now I can carve for almost the whole day. It used to be that I was slower. Now I'm faster. So the amount that I can fit into a day does increase, and that has increased over time. 
Even so, as demand increases, my weight lift grows. Now you might not want to handle all the administrative work of a weight lift, but one of the things that a weight lift gives me that I think is underappreciated is a pretty clean read on whether people want my work or not. And whether they're willing to wait for it, whether the price seems fair to them, whether they come back and order again in the future, whether they increase their, their order. Obviously, people are coming at this from their own personal histories and perspectives, and you can't ascribe any one motive to one customer coming back and ordering five times what they ordered before. It might be that circumstances have changed favorably for them. But in the aggregate, you're able to look at that data, and it is cleaner data than when you set up a feeding frenzy. So, how do you get to that place of having orders come in at a pace that matches the, what you're producing so that you don't need to put up things for sale? And the answer to this one is time. And I think this is why people don't do this, because they want to jumpstart the process of having more demand than they have time for. And that might work depending on how good you are and how much your work touches a nerve, but I honestly don't think it will work for most people to, as a, uh, to do batch relief as a means of generating far more demand than they have time for. And I also think that most people can achieve what I've achieved if they take the time. Because the thing that time gives you, gives you two things. One is it gives you time for your work to get better. So that if you're expecting your business to grow over two or three years to a place where it, where you're hoping it will be in six months, your work will be so much better in two years than it will be in six months that it will be almost unrecognizable. Two, you're giving yourself the chance to adjust your prices in what feels like a rational, sane way based on lots of data over time. Because the more price points you have, the more moments of sale that you have, the more you can understand whether what you're doing seems like it's working and what the trajectory of your price should be. And three, it'll give your body a chance to catch up and be able to actually produce the work at the pace that you're hoping to produce it. Spoon carving, green woodworking in general, is very repetitive motion. And you're going to burn your body out if you try to launch yourself immediately into a very high pace. So, what it requires to build up commissions, or at least what it required from me, was the discipline, and this was two and a half years ago, to carve one thing every single day and put it up for sale online. And the willingness to sell it for cheap. 
I still do not see people posting good work at the level that I was carving at then for as cheap as I was selling it then. I see people try to grab more money from each sale instead of leaving that money on the table as a means of generating more business. You can always ask for more money from each sale. And at some point in your career, you should. But when you want more business, one of the options you have is to ask for less money. Even if you are good. And this is where people get stuck. They, they end up comparing their work to other people. I believe me, I've been there. And you think I'm as good as that person. They're charging this. It seems to be working for them. I'll charge this. That's a mistake. Never look at what someone else is charging. Ask yourself, what is the absolute least that I could be charging for this? And then ask that. That has to be coupled, however, with the discipline to carve every single day so that you are, and not only to carve every single day, but to post about it on Instagram every single day. So you're putting up examples of your work every single day and then people are ordering more and then people are ordering more. And at a certain point when they're ordering, when people are ordering enough that you are, instead of carving work on speculation, you are consistently carving work that people have pre-ordered. That is the indication in my mind that it's time to raise your prices a little bit, not too much, just a little bit, a couple bucks. And then you do that for another six months to a year. You raise your prices a little bit more. This is what I mean when I say that it takes time. And most people aren't willing to give it time because they think that the feeding frenzy of a website release is going to generate the same amount of buzz. But what you need is not buzz. You need quality of work and reputation and you need to be there day in and day out for people to be able to order from you so that they can find you at their own time. I can't tell you how many times I have people who have followed me for forever reach out and say, okay, I'm finally ready to order. Sometimes they order one spoon. Sometimes they order 10 spoons. These are people who followed me for months or years. They didn't decide to buy from me because there was a website release. And if there was a website release, they probably would have decided to buy one spoon. They decided to buy 10 spoons from me because day after day, I was putting out the work that I was already getting paid for by other people so that they could see examples of my work and of my dedication and of the follow through that I would bring to bear on their order. That's the guarantee that they need. They need to see you doing it so that they can trust placing such an order with you. So the next time you think to yourself, I need a website so that I can have a web store so that I can do a batch release of my work because that's what's going to make it so that I can do this for a living. Take a good hard look in the mirror and ask yourself, is that really going to give you the information you need in order to generate consistent sales over time? And 
at a pace that will actually be the income you're looking for at whatever level that is. <clears throat> and if it might be a smarter move instead to simply push yourself to produce work and put it out for sale. Now there's a lot more nuance to how to put work out for sale and how to portray yourself online so it doesn't come across as you're just here this is for sale, this is for sale, this is for sale, this is for sale. That's boring. And for that, go back and listen to some of my early episodes about how to use Instagram so that it's balanced. In fact, there was a really good one uh, recently called How to something like How to Be Human on Instagram. That one would be a good read after this one or a good listen. But the other thing that I think you need to wrap your head around if you want to do this for a living is that it's the way to get it to a sustainable place is a lot longer path than you're thinking it's going to be. Because even if you have some initial success with batch releases, that is extremely difficult to continue. What you want is the slow churn every day of one or two things, one or two orders coming in. That takes time to get to that place. At first, what it looks like is orders only coming in every once a week, every couple of days, maybe five days a week. And it builds from there. You've got to give it time.